Good morning. Uh, welcome to RC Export, a daily series from 8.30 to 9am to help small businesses. Ask any questions in the comments or hashtag QBATE on Twitter. If you need any more advice, actually join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. QuickBooks also have a dedicated COVID-19 information sign. Just go to QuickBooks website, scroll down a little bit, and then click on the big learn more button uh, under the heading support for you and your business during COVID-19. Thank you for joining today. Uh, my, my name is Glenn Collins. I'm head of technical advisory and policy uh, in the UK at ACCA. ACCA is a professional body. We're set up as a public interest body. We're in 179 countries and we train and regulate and support 746,000 future accountants and professionally qualified accountants. You'll know that they're an ACCA because they actually have ACCA or FCCA after their name. And they work in, in businesses such as yours. That's advice on financial reporting, advice on tax, advice on business recovery, all of those, those particular areas. My role at ACCA, I, I head up as a technical and policy so I deal with an awful lot of the advice out to out to our accountants and also across the government. What we're hearing from, from our members and what won't come as any surprise to you is actually we're now looking at the recovery phase going forward. And our members are, are looking and planning at some of that recovery phase in light of the, the government support and the announcement. So we know, for example, we know we've had small business support in terms of bounce-back loans, which run until November this year. We've got CBILs, and there's been some really, really mixed messages on, on CBILs. A lot of people haven't been able to get through and obtain that source of funding. Um, it's something that, you know, as a professional body, we're, we're lobbying on, and many of our members uh, are sharing that information through with us. We know we've got some other touch points coming through um, this month. We've got tax, or, you know, within the next next one. We've got tax deferral on VAT. Actually, that deferral mechanism, you know, finishes on the on the 30th of the 6th, unless it is expended in some particular one. Um, so there's a there's a pinch point there for an awful lot of businesses in cash flow. We know, um, and again, unless we get an announcement later on today, the self-employed support scheme is actually finishing at the end of May. And so that's another pinch point for, for an awful lot of of self-employed businesses. And furlough, we furlough ends in October. Um, and if you've seen a lot of the commentary going through today, we know that there's a there's some new approaches being adopted. There's going to be some new payments going through. So you know the the announcements reported and, and, and filtering out are that the government will actually support 60% of, of a two and a half thousand pound claim running through. And Businesses will be picking up a that other 20% of the of the the wage bill plus the NIC and and pensions running through. So actually, you know, some real real changes coming through an awful lot of businesses that we'll actually see on the recovery phase. One of the the important areas, one thing we're getting back from a whole load of our members is around the importance of business planning and and cash flow, and that will be vital as we go back into work and we you know and we start working through how some of that will impact 
a lot of the, the measures where we're looking at uh, social distancing, when we're looking at planning on how we go back into it, will have an, a significant impact on productivity and ultimately the cash actually businesses will need. And it's one of those areas where um, it's not very sexy and it's not, you know, not great, not nice to do, but actually regular cash flow forecasting, reforecasting at least every couple of months, but actually to keep your business on track and make sure you don't run out of money is going to be really, really important running through. And that's, that's because credit will be in short supply. Um, and we know that credit is in short supply by the, you know, by the number of lenders out there and the number, the availability of credit. So it's important to actually manage that credit. We know, for example, on the supply chain that actually getting paid and is going to be really, really important going through. And actually, that's about communication across your supply chain, both to your suppliers and also to your customers, and being transparent with them because actually we want to you need to ease that that entire supply chain and credit rating coming through because the last thing in the world you want is to actually end up having to pay pro forma uh, running running through we've also got a growing need for large amounts of, of cash and it's important to actually start and get a lot of that planning in place many many large businesses actually back in March, and according to the Bank of England report, went and actually obtained funding. And then they put it on deposit because they said, we may need it, need it later. So March was one of the biggest, biggest pieces of lending which went through to large businesses um, in the Bank of England's history running through. So if you look at their report, that was a, a real, real catalyst running through. What we have, and, and if you have issues with cash flow, there are a couple of areas where you can turn to support. One of those is the Small Business Commissioner uh, running through, and that deals with a lot of the business-to-business um, credit issues and complaints we pick up with the Small Business uh, Commissioner. Another, actually, is the Business Banking Resolution Service, and, and that is businesses through to banks. Um, and that's fairly new. That's uh, that's being, being launched and trialled going through at the moment. So um, you can expect... Um, Probably, you know, both of those services actually being used quite significantly. So I think we've uh, we've got a few few questions which have actually been asked and, and come in. So I'll I'll go through and I'll answer some of those. Um, so those questions that are coming in from the from the audience. So do keep those coming through. Shane from Twitter has said an accountancy firm wanting to look after our clients not only during COVID nineteen but after the businesses are allowed to fully open what assurances can we provide them with well i mean actually in an accountancy firm um many of them are up and working and 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 actually um they are working through this entire period quite a lot of the businesses haven't furloughed any any staff they've gone quite straight into uh, into support um running through the the piece of work around that going forward is actually to have a good open discussion um, with with your accountant on that particular. Zahir uh, so from Facebook um, has, has said, "I'm having trouble receiving my bounce back loan after I applied. What can I do?" Actually, the mechanism for bounce back loans should have actually been uh, fairly transparent and fairly quick. 
So we had an awful lot of um, businesses uh, reporting the fact that they they were able to get bounce back loans relatively quickly through from their their suppliers, the banking and the, the other customers. What I would do is if you go onto the British Business Bank website, that has a particular piece and support on there and a series of Q&As, and it gives you the mechanisms you can actually use for making those contacts and actually going in and actually making any necessary claims to actually try and get those loans coming through. If you you are having real significant problems um, going through that, actually do speak to your accountant or agent. Accountants and agents weren't um, included as part of that mechanism for delivering some of that through. HMRC and um, British Business Bank were obviously working on, on, on some of those areas. So, but do, you know, do actually have a look at that British Business Bank piece and go through it. And uh, Luke from, from Facebook has said, with the furlough scheme extending, what variables are likely to be introduced or changed? We're trying to prepare our business as best we can. Well, it is, as we said, it is quite variable at the, at the moment. It's, we're expecting a, the formal report later on today. What has been said and is in the public domain at the moment is that the government will contribute 60%, businesses will contribute a 20% piece going forward, but we'll also pick up the national insurance and also uh, pension costs running through. So that is quite a significant change. If you remember, um, originally businesses were, con- sorry, government was contributing 80% going through. So that is quite a significant change. When you're looking at that, it is working out that and putting that into, into the particular information you, you actually use running through and making sure that you factor that in in terms of cash if you still need to furlough your employees. As what I would also look at is go back and actually check some of the legal documentation and the requirements around that that you made with your employees when they when they were furloughed and see whether that still uh, stands up and is still applicable running through. You may need to go in and alter that and alter those agreements and have those discussions with uh, with the employees again. Uh, but definitely factor it in in through to cash flow um, forecasting. And you know, as we mentioned earlier, going back when you're looking at cash flow forecasting, work out what you need and as a business going forward. And it needn't be complex. It's what you need to actually run your business. Going back to when I was uh, when I was in practice, the simplest. Uh, cash flow I did for somebody was a, uh, a motor dealer and I used to tell him how much he had in his bank account at the end of each month and that was his target he used to work through and we did everything else for him running through so that was you know it can be the information that you actually need running running through so I've got a question here from Michaela and she's saying um, are there any resources through ACCA right now that we can use for our practice that will help us and our clients. Uh, what would you mind outlining? What are they? What are they? Um, well, we have we have actually a a separate um, UK COVID nineteen hub, and we've got a whole wide range of both support from our members in terms of what they're doing and they're putting in plans. So members actually sharing across with with other members a lot of their strategies a lot of what they're actually doing and, and, and serving through to our members. We also have our technical teams who've written a lot of the analysis on all of the uh, support mechanisms 
and actually other areas such as um, there's references across the R&D, uh, tax credits and, and the like running through. We have areas on there for um, well-being, uh, also contributed across by, by some of our members. And we also have some of the um, engagement letters, schedule of services that you actually might want to use for when you're advising and, and supporting clients running through. So I think that's, um, you know, that's some of those those particular areas, you know, where we, we go and, and actually have a, a good look at, have a good read. It is on the ATCA uh, COVID hub section. I've got Pierre on Facebook, uh, whether self-employed income support scheme ends, what support is out there for self-employed and small businesses? Are there any other alternatives? I mean, it, as we said, you know, it is unless there is an announcement today uh, coming through that it's been extended, self-employed support, uh, the direct support actually finishes in May. The additional support out there would be to, to look towards some of those loans, which I dare say you've already done all the actual grants to, to help the business survive going forward. But apart from, you know, grants and, and those, those loan mechanisms, there is nothing planned which would be the equivalent of the, the the furlough scheme carrying on at the moment that is unless the the chance for announced a uh, an alternative running through today um so you know i think it's it is very much um see what the chance for announce now is as he's going forward it is unlikely with all the the move that that that, that would be extended but you know you never know that We've, we've, lots of people have been putting additional pressure on and actually asking for, for more support for the self-employed and actually for some of that to be extended. You know, we've highlighted that with a few tweaks across to the system, those self-employed who actually can't go back into full-time work, perhaps they, they should be a separate separate mechanism game for, for, for them. We've got Gav from Twitter. Uh, what do you think? An ideal accountancy could look like in five years' time. I assume that's a, an ideal accountancy firm in five years' time. If we look at the support that, that is actually come, coming through and we look at the um, way that's being delivered, an awful lot more, is, as we, you'll all know, being delivered digitally going forward. An accountancy firm is, is advice and support and adding value through to, to businesses. And accountants have a really um, great position and opportunity in the in the we're we're actually trusted and we come out as one of the most trusted groups when giving out the impartial, independent business advice. Sometimes it's it's, it's what, what an owner wants to hear. Sometimes it is, you know, it is some good news running through, but it is always well thought through and considered. That advice and that you know that great, great mechanism, great, great history actually sits there. What I feel is is that we will see a further use of accountant services, and at ACCA, we're we're actually highlighting a whole different range of services which you know members may well wish to look at and may well wish to consider as part of their businesses. So I see the some of that advice being broader going through. I think there will be firms who opt to go down uh, niche elements, 
to, to to cater for certain businesses, and we've seen that um, going through for you know the last few years. But it will definitely be digital, an increased digitization, and an increased use of technology to deliver the information so that actually good, high quality advice can be delivered. And that's going back to you know we mentioned some of the uh, some of the cash flow elements earlier and how important that is at the moment. Actually, the pure uh, pieces of information going through is not necessarily of maximum value. It is actually looking at that and saying, okay, what if, what would happen when, what do we need to factor in? And is that form of business advice where it can actually mean the difference between a business surviving and a business failing? Um, And so, you know, more and more accountants are, are in receipt of that information and obviously is QuickBook uh, users and fully using the, the, the software, you're in receipt of that information and it's then using that thing forward. So I'm, I'm optimistic very much about the uh, firm's features going forward. Um, I do think uh, a lot of firms will be, be agile and what we've seen from a, from a lot of the COVID-19 um, work is that quite a lot of the, uh, the firms and businesses have been really, really nimble and with that, we have had a number of members saying how many clients are they actually getting during March and April from firms that were, were perhaps less nimble going forward. So I think there's a, you know, there is a great opportunity out there for um, a lot of digital firms. So Alex has said we're waiting uh, to adapt and keep up with the current times by digitizing our firm. What advantage do you think it would bring? And more importantly, how do you think it could improve managing our clients' cash flow? I think, you know, probably partly answered that that already. I think it is when you're looking at the entire digitization of a a firm, what we found and what we've been pushing out is come up with a strategy and come up with a plan to actually do that. It can be overwhelming when you look and when you hear about some of the the firms who have incredibly sophisticated in what they've done and in terms of some of the data analytics they've done. But actually, whatever stage you're at, work out your plan as to what you're going to deliver and actually what makes the difference for your your client. So that might tweak. So, you know, for example, um, if we were if we were doing this last year, actually credit was fairly reasonably available to try and talk to people about cash flow and the importance of cash flow business planning, you probably get people saying, yeah, I only need it when I really need to go and, and, and have a significant funding round going forward. But actually now, when we're looking at that, it is obviously you know incredibly important for a lot of businesses and their, their survival over the coming months. So therefore, actually, you would tweak your, your particular strategy round and you'd say, this is what I need over the, the next six-month period. I need that information flowing through from that. So I need to probably, you know, alter my um, my investment in, in digital to, to actually take care of some of those elements and make sure make sure that actually I I get all of the team, if I employ people, involved in that um, going forward. Because once you've involved the teams in that they do pick it up and it and it is taken forward and actually you know the firm and the business and clients actually do benefit from that. Uh, we've had a number of firms who, who who have operated on a 
a pod basis, which is one of the options that, that people could use. That's worked particularly well for a number of them during the COVID-19 crisis, but they've, you know, they've been able to get those uh, small pods working, working together uh, and actually you know, producing and supporting information um, going through. So many of them are now, now actually also looking and saying, okay, what will my firm look like in the future? Going back to that original um, earlier question, and actually, do I need even office space running through? Do I need the same type of traditional setup that I've had? And actually, do I need also the you know the, the same type of working hours that I that I've got going through? So many of them are now looking at, at those type of areas and going, what can make a difference both in terms of you know value through to my clients, but actually also in terms of attracting you know good talent and appropriate talent coming coming through. Um, and it's it is what fits in with you, your firms, and your your, your strategy running running through. So we've got uh, Victoria on on Twitter. So do you think there will be a transition to move businesses online, virtual, or is this a short term blip? When we when we're looking at that entire transformation going forward, we've got to look back and we've got to say. Where where is the where is that entire mood music running? We know, for example, you know, companies' house are increasing their digitization. COVID nineteen has only increased that with their increasing number of digital forms running through, and actually communication channels uh, becoming more and more digital. So you, we can ex- expect that running through. We know that um, you know HMRC and the the entire tax piece will run more digitally. And we know with a lot of the credit uh, reference agencies, actually it's about getting the information, some of that digital information coming through. So that's that's all from the an output side. Then there is the the client service side running running through. And actually an awful lot of the businesses quite like the fact that the engagement can be Actually, on a on a regular basis, but but actually access is is gained more in terms of the digital uh, information uh, flowing through. If I you know look back into uh, into the history, some of the advice I used to give, we I used to go out and I used to compile stuff out of clients, and then we'd give the advice. Did they actually mind or matter what was being done on their premises in compiling some of that information? No, they didn't, didn't really value that. It was the actual discussion at the end, that 15, that 20 minute, that half an hour discussion running through about the business going forward. That they were quite happy to pay for. The actual getting there was kind of a, a bit of a process piece. So where would you make a saving as a business? Actually, you would look and you would go, where can I make a, a saving and directly influence you know, my bottom line um, as, a work, as well as actually making sure my clients actually get the information and support that they need running through, then you'd look and you'd go, well, the more I can get through digitally, probably the better it is. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean that, you know, you won't see um, organizations like ACCA questioning HMRC in companies' house as the end receiver of some of that, where some of that information is becoming really, really onerous for a lot of people running through it. And that's, 
you know, that is probably a, a different piece and a different discussion from the discussion where we're looking and saying, would I like information digitally? Well, yes, I would. If it's safe, if it's secure, actually, I, I'd want that digitally because I can use and, and, and manipulate some of, some of that game through. I've got Salma from Twitter saying, good morning. I wanted to get the uh, ACCA qualification and officially be part of ACCA, but I'm in two minds because of the current situation. What would your advice considering our circumstances we're, we're in? Actually, if I would, I would look at, at in, investing and investing on the, that education piece going, going forward. It will hold you in, in good stead as you're actually running through and looking at advising businesses. And if we're, you know, if we're looking at one thing from this, we're looking at the entire um, foundation and the ethical approach and the professional body um, interactions with, with HMRC have been, been very important. And HMRC are, are recognising that more and more. There are a number of really um, boring uh, consultations out there, uh, but some of those really, really are looking at what needs to happen within um, tax professions running forward in the future. So I would definitely look to invest in that, not only in terms of the your, your own uh, education and your own um, future well-being, but, but actually also in the that great reaffirmment of, I'm sure, a lot of the, the core values that you, you already hold. I mean, ACCA we were we were founded in 1904 and set up very much as an open access organisation. We have incredibly strong ethical principles uh, running through, and that is an important part of our, our exams. And our exams are incredibly practical. So we we do focus an awful lot on that business advice section running through, which actually is you know is is paramount in the in the in the day to day work both you and I'm sure your teams are doing. Um, so I've got, hi, Glenn, what I find myself finding it hard to pay back the loan scheme. What if I find myself finding it hard to pay back the loan schemes? Is there any support? As I know, uh, financially, I'll be in a bad place due to having zero income apart from a bounce back, bounce back loan. I think that's it. You know, it is one of those incredibly difficult uh, positions when you're looking at that. Obviously, the bounce-back loans, there's a, a lot of government support over the first year. It will be incredibly difficult for an awful lot of, of businesses. I would always look to speak and communicate with your, with your lender going forward. Actually, if you've, um, if you've got an accountant or advisor, speak to them. There are a number of different options um, that will be open and available um, to you. The important thing is don't just not do anything. If if you think and you're looking and you're going, this could be a problem for me going forward, it is better to actually deal with it now. There is a, 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 a an insolvency bill going through at the moment, which also actually will change quite a lot of the way historically insolvency has worked. And, and so there's a, you know, there, there is a lot of uh, support out there for small businesses who are actually in some of that financial difficulty and want to look at a, a variety of different options. So I, my advice would be go and, and speak to some people, perhaps do those those cash flows that we spoke about earlier, put those in and say, okay, 
this is where I'm, you know, I'm going to reach my, my pinch point. If I haven't got business through here, I need to make some really tough decisions running through. But don't do it on your own. Seek some support from a, from your, your accountant. Then look at speaking to your lender. Also, don't forget your, your peer group around you. Speak to some of them running through. But sometimes it's always best to get some independent advice. Your peer group may only actually, you know, deliver what they think you want to to hear going through. So I would I would actually do follow that going, going through. So we've got a um, a question on what's the difference between startup loans and bounce back loan scheme. I mean, the bounce back loan scheme is is very much for for those businesses that that have been established and are actually. Um, currently working uh, working through their business. It is a, a piece of support, which they said runs, runs through until October time. It is very much in terms of actually looking at, at our smallest businesses and, and keeping, them, keeping them running and keeping them um, available to, to benefit from, from the recovery phase running, running through. So that's, that's aimed at those, those established businesses. Startup loans are, you know, as they as they say on the partly on the tin, is for those um, setting up in in business and running running through some of those areas. So, you know, if you're looking at setting up, actually go go across to there. Look at the bounce back loan scheme if you're, if you're an established business. I suppose one thing to uh, to actually say and, and consider during during this is, as we come out of the move further into the recovery phase some of the credit may well become more more available and it's probably important going back to something which with acca we you know we we strongly believe in and that's that's getting the right type and mix of your 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 loans so when i'm talking about this it's um you might think i'm, I'm sounding slightly mad but actually you know a a loan is um, which isn't used is actually an asset because you're not if you're not using it you're paying for something and actually it's sitting there unused so why would you you actually do that so when when we're looking at this going forward is actually getting that right type of mix a lot of people have looked and have gone down um, some of the you know finance loans asset asset capital loans uh, running through do look at some of those a lot of people look at the various forms of uh, factoring across some of their some of their debtors running through that particular mechanism, um, as well as some of the the more traditional loan requirements. As we move through a recovery phase, what well, as you will all know, you know more businesses actually fail by running out of cash, not because they're not growing and not because they're not profitable, but actually they're expanding. And you know the quicker you expand, actually the the more cash you need to fund that expansion. When you're declining, you're actually getting more cash in than you need going through. So I would I would always look at that and, and say, make sure we've got a you know right type and mix of, of finance running through. So Andrew Twitter has, has said, is it ever worth switching an accountant or shall I stick to who I started with? My turnover and staff have increased over the years as we head into medium-sized territory. And I'm after more specific advice. So, what would be the best method of doing this? Should I run up a tender process, or just pick the best rated accountant off Google? Actually, I would 
I would go, I would speak to your existing accountant and say what your requirements are. They know your business. Actually, they may have a series of assumptions and not ask you the, you know, not ask about some of your business development running through. I would um, uh, look on the QuickBooks um, community. Actually, there are a lot of accountants rated on there and actually um, do have a, have a look at those. And you would expect me to say, go and have a look at, uh, at those with, a, with an ACCA or FCCA initial after their name to give you, give you some of that advice running through. Uh, we have a directory of members where you can find an accountant on our website. Jamie from Facebook has said, are there any downsides of taking a grant? Uh, will it come back to haunt me in the future? Probably, probably not come back to, to haunt you in the, in the future, but it is, um, will be taxable and they will be taxable running through. We have a piece of advice on there which looks at the tax elements and the support um, and how that will actually appear in your, your accounts running through. So actually those grants are there to help businesses survive, so I would look at helping those businesses survive. I think I need to almost start winding up now. Um, so sorry for anyone who have questions I haven't managed to ask, ask yet. Please do you know, ask those questions. Do get in touch with the, the QuickBooks support team on Facebook or your QuickBooks accountant, and, and they can help you with some business issues. Coming up on Monday, um, we've got an RC expert, and it's Judith Dugdale, who's heads up digital solutions team at MHA Moore and Smalling. And actually, just a reminder what we said at the beginning that if you do need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks. SMB community group on Facebook, um, accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7 to support you. And for me, just thank you very much for, uh, for dialing in. I hope you found it um, of interest and I apologise that I've slightly overrun um, and do take care. Bye-bye.